You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Carol Mazzub and Cheryl, welcome to Token Theater Friends. I'm so happy to have you here with me today. How's your, how's your week going? Like this is, what are you in the second or third week of the run of your play by now? Yeah, this is the second, yeah, second weekend of the shows. So, uh, so this weekend we started yesterday. Yesterday was the first show of this weekend. Um, and I have a show tonight and then I have a show on Saturday. Wonderful. So I always jump ahead of myself. So can you tell us what your show Song of Joy is, is about? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, um, so yeah, my, my name is Carol Mazaventurel and my song, uh, my song, my show, Song of Joy, is um, an autobiographical play about my life so far that um, is centered around um, immigrate, immigrating through, I, like I grew up uh, in between, I was born in India and I grew up between India, Austria, Switzerland, and then when my family moved or immigrated to Dallas, Texas when I was uh, 12. So it's a story about like, you know, immigrating and what that feels like for an individual and their family and um, how I've come to identify home and how I've come to identify as myself and who I am today. Um, yeah, and it's and and so by, by telling that story, I'm also sort of um, kind of showing like the toll it takes on a family as well, and how much my my parents, both my mom and my dad, have um, sacrificed um, in order to better their families, and um, and those are the like the like the sub is it the subplot? I don't know. Like that's the other story that's also um, in my story, um, because as you know, as we all know, like we are all people. We, nobody is just here by themselves. They're all from someone and so from, I am from my parents and so my story is very much related to their story and um, and that's also part of the the play. I love that you use the word subplot because I you know you're the playwright here I'm yeah. a journalist and but you're predominantly an actor so what is it like for you to see your life in play form? I mean obviously you wrote it so What's that like, and how is it different from, say, when you're doing uh, Kit Hamill's yeah. um, plays, or when you're doing work by someone else? How do you access the Carol in Song of Joy, as opposed to like a character in in a play? Yeah, um, yeah. I think you know what? It's so much more fun to be in a Kate Hamill play. I'm, I mean, like, let's just start off there, okay? Um, it is really, really hard to be in my own play. <laughs> where I play myself 
Um, and not just myself, like my parents and these dramatic moments in my life, as well as like, you know, like the funny parts of my life. But um, yeah, it, it, it is, I do think it's definitely harder. Like, I think um, I would joke with the director, like, it, you know, it was like pulling teeth to get me to act, <laughs> you know? And I'm, I, I'm an actor, I love acting, but it's so hard. Um, it was really challenging to play these scenes that I wrote from my life um, and then to go through a rehearsal for like, oh, now we have to do them. Like I would spend so much time just talking about the day. Like, hey Nick, what's going on with, you know what I mean? Like just kill time. Cause there's so much resistance because it's so hard. It's so vulnerable. And, um, and, and that work is really difficult to do. Um, but then which brings me to the other point which is that it is also so rewarding. I think it's more as an artist, I, I feel truly, it truly feels rewarding to do this kind of a play where I'm taking this big risk. I'm taking this, um, it's so vulnerable. I feel so, um, yeah, I feel so vulnerable doing it and and then doing so and, and then sharing it and then knowing that the audience is receiving me in this very intimate way feels so um, rewarding and so nourishing to, to me. Um, and I don't think I've had that experience um, being an actor in a play. Um, so as an artist, this is really great, but as an actor, it's just fun to be in a play, you know, don't do your own work, just be in a play. <laughs> I love that. So if I ever, I don't think I'm ever going to act because I, I, I mean, I don't know how you do it. Like, I don't know how you get to be on a stage and not just like, you know, like collapse. But <laughs> I, you know, I, I hope you don't mind me saying this, but your play is so full of love. Yeah. And it is like a love letter to, to the people in your life. And it's a love letter to your life. And I guess like my question is like, uh, what was it like for you to write it? You know, like how did you realize that it was turning into the play that you are now performing in and that you're doing every night for a bunch of strangers? Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean the play, like the play itself, started very un, you know unconsciously because um, I went to Brooklyn College uh, for my MFA in acting, and the program head is uh, Judy Bibbie, and she has this thing at the end of the the two years, like at the final semester, we develop a a little solo piece, and these solo pieces are things you write yourself. So she asks you to bring in photographs and all these things, and we use sense memory and all these things, and we just keep writing throughout the class. And so all these things that I was that I was writing with all these people that you know I love very much, and they are my parents, they are my grandparents, they are um, they're my sister, like you know all these people in my life, and um, and so like that, like these little individual stories is what I had in the beginning, um, and then over the pandemic, um, I sort of looked at them again, and then I you know made them into a connected them more and and made them into a a show, you know. Um, it's, it's not my first time that I've like written or like made theater per se, um, but it's definitely the first time that I have made one officially, if that's a thing, you know? <laughs> like where it's like produced at a theater and like people come to go see it. Um, I do little plays at my at my church growing up and like that's my experience with theater uh, was, was doing that so like that. The idea of making something is familiar to me, but this, a way of like, putting my own stories and drafting it into a play and stru or structuring it into a play 
and, and thinking about how the audience will perceive if, in the order in which it is said and, and things like that um, was, was very new. And um, yeah, it was exciting making it. Like the writing part of it was exciting. It's just the rehearsal part of it that was just like, oh, now people are gonna come see this. Oh, okay, you know, that was challenging. Uh, it's, it's still challenging, but, but yeah, I'm, I think I'm getting more used to it um, or hopefully I'm getting used to it, yeah. I always like I mean I mean maybe I'm just like making up how actress brains work maybe it's not like this at all but I wonder you know like how does if this is the case how, what did Carol the writer learn about Carol the actor and Carol just like the regular human being hmm. while writing the play or is that not something that happens are you just like I'm just one person I can't divide myself out of it no I think you know, that's, that's a very um, interesting question because yeah, there's so much I've learned about myself by writing the play, that's for sure. Um, one thing for right off the bat is like, I mean, you know, like I know that I love my parents, but writing the piece have allowed me to love them in a way that is so, um, I, I feel like it's like deep into that love, you know, because I'm being forced to sort of like, think about their perspective and what was going on for them and seeing them really as um, human beings and not just as my parents and like what I'm owed from them or whatever, you know, like I feel like we oftentimes takes our relationships in every way for sometimes for granted, you know, because yeah, well, of course they're my dad they're my mom, they're just my, you know, they're my family, they're not gonna go anywhere, you know? Um, but then by, by writing the piece, I'm like, oh wow, like these are real people with, you know, um, um, really, um, working against something here or working for something here and and what is that and and, I, and now I just have so much admiration and love for them um, that I've always had but I think it's like it, it's deepened it in, in a way um, that I that I wasn't expecting I guess um, and then also like I learn about myself I, I I realize oh where 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 do I come from and what have I experienced growing up and where am I today and and then I feel a sense of ownership for myself um, and this new sense of even self-worth that I, that I didn't have before, which is also really beautiful um, and unexpected. I felt almost like it was this beautiful snow globe of a play where now you have Song of Joy and you can look at it and you can read it whenever you want. And it's this incredibly moving way of you capturing all these people that you love and do you have any plans to to do more plays in order because that's it must be like a surreal way to preserve yeah right and things that you love and moments that you cherish for all eternity yeah for sure I think you know a part of it also was to uh like you said preserve it's um I'm, I'm always like wondering about like how are I don't know how people might receive me or whatever. So this was also in, in a, I think in a way to capture my own humanity. Like a lot of the plays about like seeing me, you know, seeing me for who I am and and accepting me for who I am and et cetera, et cetera. So yeah, for sure. Um, and, and I think so. And I think like even, cause we had a smaller workshop production of this piece that we did um, in a year ago, a little over a year ago, maybe. So it was like the, the December of 2022, no, 21. I don't know. Anyway, it was like a while ago. It was a year ago, okay? And um, it was just four performances. And so then then we, you know, the tank invite, invited us to, um, um, you know, to do the play as part of their four productions this spring and, um, and, and give us a run. 
Um, and so, and, and then so now working on it since that time, the previous workshop production, I already felt like, okay, like here are some changes that I want to make because I myself have grown or, you know, we, we grow so quickly. So it's like, because it's such a personal piece there are some pieces that I'm like, I don't know if this is like resonating with me anymore. Um, and then so like then having to like rewrite that section or, or finding why it wasn't there in the first place, you know, because sometimes you're like, I don't know why this was here, but it, it, it was so relevant to me a year ago, but now it doesn't feel relevant. And then having somebody else be like, I think, I think you can cut it because it's part of, you know what I mean? And then you'd be like, find the reason why it's there again, because you have outgrown it or you're, you've moved past it, but, but it still needs to be there because it's still part of the story, you know? Um, yeah. So that, that's also interesting. So yeah, I think so. I think it would be interesting I don't think I'm not interested in, in um, doing it again. You know what I mean? Like, I think it would be interesting to do it again in a, in a few years time and to see like, oh, where am I then? And then how does this story affect me at that time? And then how would I tell it now um, and, and see? Even like, even doing the run of the show, I'm always like, well, you know, this scene can go actually here and this scene can get cut, you know? But I'm, I'm doing the show. You know what I mean? I think that the writer brain, I don't know how to like, I should probably turn it off and be a, a better actor, but like, I can't <laughs> because I'm, it's my story and it's about me and I'm doing it. So I'm like, mm, I don't think the audience cares about this scene. And I think it's because of this, this, and this reason, you know? Yeah. There were so many moments in the play that spoke to me almost like you had taken something from my life. And have you figured out math yet? <laughs> I mean, I, I, I felt that moment. I don't want to spoil it, but I was like, um, I felt that moment so bad, you know, like so much. I was like, I never got, I, I don't, I mean, I know how to multiply, but like you in the play, I was like, I don't like, why, why is math? So yeah, why is math, Carol? Yeah, you know, you know what I think it is? I think I'm actually, I don't think I'm actually bad at math. You know, I'm actually quite logical. I'm a very logical person. And um, if we're if we're sharing like moon signs or whatever, like I'm I'm a Virgo moon, okay, um, and so <laughs> that reflects in my like the way that I organize things for myself, and and I am and I'm pretty good uh, at math. What what happened is I had this uh, and not so great experience with my with my dad, where he was really adamant that I that I learned math or like learned the times table when I was a kid. That sort of put me off of it, I think, and. And then so now it's like, it just kind of creates like this, like, oh, like numbers and math, like, I don't know. And I just sort of like dismiss it now. Um, however, like, listen, I am an adult. I pay my bills. I can count when it matters. I can multiply, I can divide. And if not, my phone will help me, you know? So I think we're fine with it. I think we're good. Basically, math, it doesn't get better, right? You know, and you asked earlier, by the way, Taurus Moon. I don't know what that means about me. So yes. okay. Taurus, yeah. but you're you're a Beyonce moon, basically, right? Yes, Beyonce Moon. Yeah. So that's good. That fabulous. And I mean, we have a new moon coming. Is it today or tomorrow? Like I don't want to turn this into like the astrology. <laughs> the astrology. Uh, <laughs> show, I but I mean have... But I love astrology. So if you know something about what I should be doing and what we all should be doing because of the new moon. And me and Taurus, please let me know. Like, I'm oh really fascinated. Oh, that's so funny. Because, like, I don't know anything about astrology, but I will be the first one to bring it up. I know my moon and my sun. 
and I know like who I'm supposed to be most compatible with and that's all I know that's all that matters to me and so I'm just like I'll bring it up and no like you said there's a new moon I'm like I have no idea I don't know yeah <laughs> I just know about my moon and my sun oh my okay God. we have phones I'm sure I can just like yes, go in like chattynicolette.com and just like figure it out so <laughs> Another moment that I was like, okay, Carol, have you been like conceptioning my brain? Was the moment when oh, I feel like I'm spoiling your show. No, there's this, this is my heart will go on reference. And that song, I saw it play last night. I saw uh, Edward Lewis's Who Killed My Father, uh, directed by Thomas Ostermeyer here in Madrid. Oh. And there was also a my heart will go on moment. Oh. So maybe I'm just asking you all these questions as if you have the answers. I feel like you have the answers. What is it about that song that I mean? If I if I go every night in my dreams, yeah, you'll know where you know. Like, what is it about that song? You think that has this power, this hold over us? Like yesterday, I was, you know, I was feeling my Celine deep inside. Yeah. Although I wish I could sing, even I don't like half or like a third or quarter as good as she can. But what is it about this song? You think that? that has this hold on, on us? You know, um, yeah, this is a great question. I mean, I don't know. I, I, you know what, I think in, in the context of my play, this is very, it's very specific in that um, Titanic was a big deal. I think Titanic might've been the first, or for many people who are my age, the first American movie that they went to go see in a theater. Because Indian people, you know, we live in communities and we sort of, um, when your kids, your parents are immigrants, so they, like, you know, English is a second language and it takes them more effort to understand what's happening in an English movie, right? So they're, they're going to watch, um, you know, we, were, we, I grew up watching Mariana movies because um, that's where I'm from and that's the language that I speak and that's where my parents speak. And so we watch Mariana movies growing up. Um, and so watching an English movie was like very foreign to us. However, I remember being in Austria and all of my parents' friends were like, you have to go out to see Titanic. It's so good. Everybody was obsessed. And my parents dressed us up and we went to the movie theater for the very first time in our lives. And we went and we stood in line to go see Titanic. It was, this was like maybe two months after it had already come out. Um, and we stood in line, we went to the thing and the, the person who was selling the tickets were like, um, you know, that the, the movie is rated R. And so like, you know, with children, you want to be something along, but they're, they're speaking in German. So my parents, I think were like, oh, we, the, kid, the kids can't see it. Or like, oh no, it's too scary for them. Or like, they're not allowed or something. So they didn't buy the tickets. And I remember that day being so disappointed because we had dressed up. We were going to go see a movie for the first time in a theater in Austria, like, and we didn't, you know? Um, because we watch movies through, uh, we, we rent cassettes from the Indian store of Indian films. And then that's how we watched them back then. Um, and so that song was always playing on the trailer whenever the, the television was on and all these things. Um, and so that song was very much a part of our culture. And I think all the Indian people who did go see that movie, that song was like, yes, because it was like a commun communal uh, or communal experience that everybody had together. People would sing it at like Holy Communions, baptisms, like, Everybody was singing it, you know? My kid knows an English song and then the song will be My Heart Will Go On. <laughs> like, that was the thing. Um, so I think like, that's what it is. Like that, that song is very, it, did a, it takes us or it takes me and I'm sure my generation to a very specific 
memory of, of childhood, like a very defining moment of like culture in our childhood of experiencing this movie as well as this song. Um, yeah, I think that's why. How many times have you seen Titanic since that time where you couldn't see it though? I have seen it so many times. I <laughs> love that movie, okay? I don't care. I don't care if it's not like some masterpiece. I, it's, I, to me, it is a masterpiece. It is so good. So good. Sometimes I feel like I could do like a one, one man show of Ruth, you know, like um, Kate Winslet's mom in the show. It would just be like her experience of the Titanic. <laughs> and she'll say things like, our memories scattered to the winds. You know, just like the, her lines in that movie. Oh my God. I watch it for her, honestly. She's like, what? Who, like, what world is she living on? This is so incredible. I realized that I'm slowly hitting that age when the other day uh, I saw the trailer for the 25th anniversary Titanic. Yeah. And can you believe that? Yeah. I was, I was like, what? 25 years? But you know what I do remember? Like, wait, remember, was it the 15th maybe? Or was it Did he? <laughs> was it the 15th anniversary that they also released the movie again? Or was it the 20th? Yeah, it was the 15th, right? It was in 3D and it came on um, theaters all over the world. I think so. I was, I remember like being in Lubbock, Texas and that being happening. And I like literally relived my childhood. I was like, I'm going to go see this movie in theaters. And I dragged a friend and we went to go see it in theaters. But no, it's crazy, it's 25 years. Wow. And I love that they're doing it like Valentine's Day weekend. So like I'm single, so I already told my friend we're going. I'm like we're going, we're yeah. going out together. I think they did the same time for um, the last anniversary uh, screening was. I think it was also for Valentine's Day. I have a feeling. I think so. Why do you do this? It's so sad. Like this movie's so sad. No, I know, but it's also so lovely. So good. It's beautiful. Yeah, I can. I mean, I would totally go root for your. Root for your Ruth show when it happens. So like, Thank count you. me in. Thank you. It'll be called Ruth. Are the lifeboats seated according to class? <laughs> Ruth for short. <laughs> Cannot wait to see you wearing that for a hat. So <laughs> in the play, you, in your play, like let's stop talking about James Cameron for a second. Like, you know, yeah. he has enough attention. In your play, it's so interesting to see how much pop culture comes into play in the play. So can you talk a little bit about that? You know, like, was it surprising for you to realize, hey, I never knew how much this song or this movie or this, you know, thing had meant to me until now I'm talking about it every night on stage. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, like that is, yeah, I'm, I'm surprised by that, like how much, um, or like these key moments of pop culture that has really affected me, um, one of them being, um, I, I assume you're talking about like Black Swan. Yeah. Um, yeah, that movie, my God. I mean, you know, like it is such a like horrific film. It's about, you know, like Natalie Portman dies at the end, um, but I could care less. I was like, what is this? What are they doing? This is called ballet. I must have it. It was so, to me, it was my first time experiencing ballet. I was so, I, I can't even like, put it to words how beautiful I thought it was. Like even the idea, I know it's like in the movie, it's about like the idea of perfection kills her, but I'm like, I love it. I'm like, there are these people in this world 
that are dancers and their literal job is to be the perfect, like, like that's what they're striving towards, like the perfect technique, the perfect, like, it is amazing. And then like you, they decide to become a dancer, like at a set of young age, you know, it's like, they're like 10 years and they're like, yeah, I'm going to be a ballerina or I'm going to be a dancer. And like, that's what they do with life. And then they retire early because their body gives up. It is like, it is tragic and so beautiful at the same time. I don't know if there's any art form that is like, that lives on that level, you know? It's so, it's so stunning. Anyway, so like Black Swan was my introduction to that world. And I have been a fan since then. But it was perfect. It was perfect. Yeah, it was me too in the last scene. Yeah. So, so sorry like, if you haven't seen Black Swan, maybe don't watch this part. <laughs> I, I, I love that you also include Black Swan because this has nothing to do with anything. This has nothing to do with you even, but uh, this is me trivia, but actually Titanic and Black Swan happen to be the movies that I've watched at the movie theater the most times, eight times each. So I was wow. like- Wow! Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. So we're on the same, we're on the same. Yeah, okay, great, great. Okay, okay. <laughs> when do you get yeah. back to Madrid? We are, <laughs> we are catching up. And when you do a Black Swan inspired show, let me know. I, I can do the part of, uh, what's his name? Um, to Vincent Cassell, like, attack, 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 attack. I mean, have you seen the great um, SNL sketch based on that, uh, based on that movie? No, I don't think I have. Now I know what I'm doing later today. It's, it's so good. Um, I think, oh my God, what's his face? Oh my God, oh, Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey plays... Um, yeah, the, the, the swan, so good. I remember that, so okay, so let's come back to your play. Yeah, and sorry. I know, no, 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 it's fine. I mean, I can talk about Black Swan Titanic forever, but like, this is about you. Um, obviously you can't control what people, how people react and what people think of your show, but you know, your show is like really beautiful that I'm not, I'm, I'm sure, I'm 100% positive that there's gonna be people who are going to one day be referencing you know maybe uh some of joy in a play that they made themselves so do you ever think about that and or not and if so like oh, I don't know like I don't even know if I have a question here but I kept thinking you know like it's beautiful that you're celebrating the things you love because someone will celebrate your work as well at some point yeah I've definitely have never thought about that um <laughs> I'm like, what? Um, no, yeah, no, I don't think so. I, you know, it's really hard for me to see it outside of what it is now. You know, the most I can see is like, yeah, how, where else can I like tailor this play? And, and, and what else can I make? Where else can I make adjustments? And if, if I do it again in a few years, like what would I change about it? Like, those are things that I can see, but I don't, I can't see it as like a, as some sort of work that, people might think about or talk about or any of that because it's because it's my life you know so it's 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 too personal for me for me to think about it as like a here's a play um because I see it as like here's me and I'm going to tell you about me today with you in the space and and that's what it is you know so it's really hard for me to see it as um 
yeah, I, I, it's really hard for me to see it as a, as a play even, to, to talk about it as a play, because it's, it's not a play. It is a play, but it's also about my life. Um, yeah, I don't know. So I won't ask about who your dream cast to play you in a few years <laughs> will be. <laughs> You're like, Natalie Portman. Yeah, Natalie Portman, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Something also that I really love about the play is how open you are about, you know, anxiety and like how open you are about mental health. And as an actor, do you have any um, rituals or any tools or any practices that you don't, you know, like you don't have to recommend or suggest, but are there any practices that maybe, you know, something that your play does beautifully is remind us that what's out there can help someone. Like uh, reading your play, for instance, made me feel less alone. Mm. And I think that is the effect that art has on people. So the people out there who might, you know, find your um, suggestions or rituals or advice helpful, do you have any uh, that you don't mind sharing? Um, yeah, you know, I mean, I'm also still figuring it out how to manage my anxiety. Um, I don't have, um, yeah, like it's, you know, it's a, it's a journey, it's like an ongoing, process but I mean I, I go to therapy um I go to yeah like and and figure out like where it's coming from when it's the most activated and, and how can I navigate that and um how can I overthink less and you know all of these things um and and I guess like the most yeah what I'm learning the or what what's something that's like seems to be working the most is just taking time and breathing which is which is like really hard for me, um, <laughs> which is also the number one thing you should do as an actor. Um, but it's so hard. It's so hard to just breathe and take time. Um, and yeah, you know, like even like speaking, right? Like even speaking, it's so hard for me not to use filler words or use ums and and be comfortable in myself to just like yeah let me collect my thoughts and think about these things and once I have them I will say them you know because that means I'm going to take up space and it's really hard to take up space um and that's you know that's like you know why is it hard to take up space like you know like there's like you know come see the show but you know what I mean like it's like <laughs> it's like there's there's reasons for all these things and then then it's like you know, your adult self is learning how to cope with that and then like how do you navigate that and blah 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 and I haven't figured it out but I think um breathing and 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 which in, in doing so being getting being more comfortable to take up space I think is is really helpful for me. Carol thank you so much for making me feel less alone with your beautiful play. Thank would you, you like to yeah of course like would you like to invite our viewers and our listeners to come see Song of Joy? Yes, please come see Song of Joy. It's running at the tank in Midtown NYC. Um, our following weekend performances are um, the Thursday, um, 26th, uh, 27th Friday, 28th Saturday. There's two shows, a 2 p.m. and a 7 p.m. And then the final performance closing night will be on the 29th, which is a Sunday at 3 p.m. Um, so those are the, yeah, those are the show times. Um, I hope to see you all there. And yeah, thank you. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work 
or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R E R I S E T H E A T R E dot org because only together we rise. <laughs> 